0: Assalamu alaikum Sallallahu alayhi Wa Just a small reminder To be honest, it's late now It's coming late but A small reminder insha'Allah Regarding the Or some of the The major doubts That people bring Regarding Rasulullah sallallahu From that is his call The most important aspect is his call what did he call to he called to Tawheed All the prophets called to Tawheed so number one. Let's let's number them number one Let's look at the call of the messenger sallallahu alayhi From the major doubts that the people bring about the messenger sallallahu alayhi is that they distort his call His call is to Tawheed to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely so wa laqad ba'athna fi kulli ummatin rasoola an i'budu allahu wa this is the the verse in surah al-nahal indeed we have sent to every nation a prophet calling the people to worship Allah and to keep away from the false deities ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's his call not to himself not to the dunya not dinars or dirhams his call was to worship allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and worship as shaykh al-sami ibn taym رحمه he mentioned in uh, his book famous book called al-ubudiyyah he says ismun Jam' li min al af'al al wal batina worship is ah uh, ismun jami' a comprehensive term towards everything that allah loves in terms of statement of the tongue belief in the heart, action of the limbs. Worship is ismun jami, towards everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. From statements and actions, that which are done open and that which is done hidden. you see in secret. That which is done in open and that which is done in secret. So worship should only be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. It shouldn't be to, to the creation. Allah is the creator and everything besides Allah is alam, is creation. وَأَنَا مِنُ الْعَالَمِ And I'm one of the creation. Rasulullah on his deathbed or towards the last days of his life, he says, لا تَتْرُونِ كَمَا إِبْنَ مَرْيَمِ Don't ex- exaggerate in overpraising me, just like the Christians did with Isa ibn Maryam. وَلَكِنْ عَبْدُ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ But say, I am a slave of Allah, worship of Allah and his messenger. So he forbade the people from over-exaggerating. Like the Sufis, they over-exaggerate in the praise of Rasulullah. Wa from their doubts is they claim they can call upon him. But he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, in the famous narration where he taught his cousin, he said, "Ya gulam, inni Oh, young man, I'll teach you some words of advice. God, Allah's duties, and He will protect you. God Allah's duties and you will find him in front of you when you ask ask Allah alone he didn't say ask me that is a refutation of their doubt he didn't say ask me he said and Allah said call upon me directly we don't have priesthood in Islam we don't have that middle man Where you call upon a middle person because you feel that you're so sinful. No. we Go direct to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the beauty of Islam. Is that we go direct to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't go to the middlemen to ask for forgiveness. The Christians do. They go to the confession box. Oh, Father, forgive me. And it's probably more sinful than you. It's true, isn't it? It could be. Especially in the Catholic religion. there A lot of the priests doing very evil things. Other than shirk. They doing other evil things with children and so on. So how is it? And he says, puts his hand over your head. He says, Go my son, you are forgiven. Who is he? So we don't go to any middlemen. We go direct to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we have this imitation of the Jews and Christians. Done by some who claim to be upon uh, the correct understanding of islam but in reality they have followed those who came before them just as the messenger sallam, said you will surely follow those who came before you handspan by handspan arms length by arms length if they were to go in a lizard hole you will surely follow them the sahaba said who do you mean al-yahudu nasara the Messenger said, Faman, who else? Who else but them? So just as they took the places of their Prophet's graves as places of worship, some of the people go into the graves to call upon the dead. Ya Fulan, help me. Ya Badawi. Ya Abdul Qadir Jilani, help me. They say. Or some of them, like Hamza Yusuf, he says, Ya Rasulullah, madad. Ya Rasulullah, madad. Which means, help me, O Messenger of Allah. This is clear shirk. Dua is ibadah. As the Messenger وسلم, said, Dua is worship. So you can't call upon others. There's a major doubt that they call upon Rasulullah and in the prayer we must Muslim, Ya Allah, Ya Rasulullah. Why Ya Allah, Ya Rasulullah? Ya Allah, full stop. Because Allah said, Udu'uni astajib lakum call upon me alone and I will answer you see direct In <inaudible> those are too proud to worship me you see he called dua, du'a worship we will land them in the hellfire humiliated so calling upon other than Allah is shirk calling upon the dead is shirk for help from the doubts of the people you see during the lifetime Rasulullah yes he was blessed Rasulullah when he asked about where's Ali they said he's something in his eye Uh, because he wants to give the flag to the one who loves Allah and Allah loves him so they called for Ali his cousin he came and he said what is he said he got something in his eyes so the messenger took hold of his saliva and he put it on Ali radiallahu anhu's eye, and Ali radiallahu was cured by the will of Allah. You see? This is a blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed the Messenger with. By the will of Allah, Ali radiallahu was cured. And no doubt, by the will of Allah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa saliva, his body is blessed. But this is for Rasulullah sallallahu only, not for anyone else. We don't find stories that Sahaba used to do that. They will take their saliva and put it on somebody's eye and it's cured. We don't find that. We don't find Tabi'een. Tabi, we don't find any of the scholars of Al-Sunnah from that time. Nor the four Imams. Nor any of the great scholars. Right until today, we don't find someone saying, take your saliva and the person is cured. Like we find with these phonies. With these Sufi phonies. Who go around blowing onto the microphone thinking that that not just saliva, but their breath can cure other people يعني, through the microphone. So we find all of these doubts that they claim about the Messenger that he, even after his death, even after the Messenger died, and that's another doubt. Some say, no, he's not even dead. But Abu Bakr al-Siddiq said, whoever worship Allah, then Allah lives. He doesn't die. Whoever worship Muhammad then he has passed away he died man kana ya'budu muhammadan sallallahu alaihi wasallam fa innahu qad mat who said that abu bakr as-siddiq radhiyallahu anhu wa man kana ya'budu allaha fa inna allaha hayy la yamut clear proof i would rather take abu bakr as-siddiq radhiyallahu anhu statement than somebody some sufi sheikh who is lying to the people saying no he's alive He's not alive in this life. <laughs> Every soul tastes death. And even the messenger Wasallam, towards the end of his life he was sweating and he said إِنَّ لِلْمَوْتِ Death has agonies. So that insinuates that he's going to die. إِنَّ لِلْمَوْتِ sakarat. Death has agonies. And that is Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But he came as a worshipper of Allah. He came to show us how to worship Allah. And there's another doubt that the people bring about the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam they do new things that the prophet didn't do the prophet sallallahu he didn't specify the night of 15 of sha'ban for specific worship he didn't rasulullah sallallahu he mentioned about in the last third part of the night allah descends in a way which befits his majesty to the lowest heavens and he says who is there that is asking of me that i may give him who is there that is seeking forgiveness of me that I may forgive him. And that is every night in the last third part of the night. But if you specify a particular night for worship, other than that which Rasulullah specified, then you have done bid'ah. You have done an innovation. And the bid'ah is rejected. Hadith of Aisha. Man amila amalan, Whoever does an action that which we have not brought is rejected. And whoever introduces into our affairs that which we have not done, it is, a reject, it is rejected. So Rasulullah forbade bid'ah before its appearance. In his lifetime, no bid'ah. Sahaba didn't do bid'ah. بَرَكَ اللَّهُ Rasulullah warning against bid'ah before his appearance. So those who bring doubts about the messenger of uh, they say oh this is no this is good bid'ah why because he thinks he's doing good but abdullah ibn umara an authentic narration which is in asl i'tiqad ahal sunnah wal jama'ah gathered by al-lalikai from the scholars of the 4th century the great alim al-lalikai who died i believe is about 416 hijriya he says abdullah ibn Umar عنه, said Every innovation is misguidance Even if the people see it as good So bring in a new da'wah Other than the da'wah of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Is bid'ah Or bring in new worship If we all were say to worship uh, Duhur with five raka'ahs Bid'ah Because you bring in something new If you were to worship Instead of putting your hands on your chest you put it on your head it's why? because you're in something new in worship and worship is already established and if you were na'am, were to bring specify the 15th of Sha'ban which they call here Shababarat as far as I know yani, what we heard from the people they say Shababarat they spend all night specifying this night and then you get this Sufi CD, Abu'l-Aliya who says that what's the fuss about the fuss is Rasulullah didn't do it Sahaba didn't do it the Tabi'in didn't do it the greatest Imams didn't do it the fuss is is a bid'ah that's why <coughs> and if you take the hadith of Rasul sallam, there's difference of opinion amongst the authenticity of various narrations from them is the one in Sunan Ibn Majah which is Hassan lighayrihi as sheik al-albani rahimahullah, mentioned and later it is said and Allah knows best that he took it back to say that it is daif but even if we say it's authentic Even if we take it as authentic or a good chain or an accepted chain due to other supporting narrations, then what is mentioned in that hadith? Only thing mentioned in that hadith is on this night, Allah forgives everyone except the mushrik and the person who has a problem with his brother or his sister, the mushahin, the one who has. So that is the best that you can take from that narration, but nothing mentioned about making special cakes that night. Fasting that day or even praying that specifying that night for prayer. You see, prayer is Ibadah. Specification or specifying a time or a place for a particular Ibadah is only for Allah and His Rasul It's only from Wahi. It's only revelation. If I stand on Araf, the day of Arafah, is the ninth day of Dil-Hijjah. Alayhi <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> Bala. So if somebody says, I'm going to like some of the Shia, they don't stand on that night, they will choose another night. Maybe a day after. Do we accept that? We can't accept it. Why? Because it's legislated. That is legislated. By Allah, they do not truly believe until they make you or Muhammad Sallallahu a judge in all of their affairs and then they find in their house no hesitance in accepting it and they are submit to it wholeheartedly so that you can't stand on the 10th uh, in arafa you can't you have to stand on the ninth in arafa if you miss it you miss it you miss it you miss it you can't stand on the eighth on Arafah. if you miss it you miss it has to be the ninth so legislation belongs to allah and reveal to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam what how we worship. خذوا عني مناسيككم. Take from me the hadrites. In the salat, salu kamaraytu mu'ni usalli. Pray as you see me pray, not as you want to pray. So the main thing is in his call, the call of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi عليه وسلم. He called to Tawheed. He said Mu'ad radhiyallahu anhu to Yemen. He said, إنك ذاهب إلى أهل الكتاب فليكن أولماتلهم إليه الشهادة تؤللا إله Let The first thing you call the people to is to testify that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. That is in Sahih al-Bukhari Kitab al-Tawheed. And also in that same chapter with a different wording, أَوْلَ ما تدعوهم إليه الله. That the first thing you call them to is, أَن يُوَحْهِدُ اللَّهِ That is single Allah out in worship, that is Tawheed. So the word Tawheed was known, and Prophet mentioned Tawheed. I have brought a bag actually of books to give out. Uh, if you can call our brother Abu humaid Ustad Abu Humaid Havidullah, he's got the bag of books. We'll give it out before we leave. Tahadu, Tahabu. Give gifts, bring love between each other. Hakada. So, if anyone can contact our brother Abu humaid Ustad Abu Humaid Havidullah, then I'll give him a bag of books. It's a Sainsbury's bag, huh? in case someone takes it. Barakallahu Thinking there's some. Uh, Shopping in there or something. No, it's heavier than shopping. Uh, the Prophet's call was Tawheed. Also, the Sahaba knew the word. In fact, Jabir when he went for Hajj with the Messenger, and uh, in Hajj, some say there was about 90,000, some say there was 130,000 companions with the Messenger. When they went for Hajj, which is the miqat of Medina, he said, Jabir said, in Hadith Sahih Muslim, long Hadith Sahih Muslim, how to do Hajj. That Hadith is beautiful. You have to learn Hajj. Recently we went over it, inshallah, in Slough. You can get it, how to do Umrah according to the Sunnah. You can get it, it's online. For those who are doing Umrah soon. We got, went over the Hadith of Jabir with some benefits from Shaykh al Al-Albani, some benefits from Shaykh al and other benefits from other scholars. Um, Jabir said, bit He began the Hajj with Tawheed. You see? Who said that? Jabir. So the word Tawheed is not, nothing, it's not anything new. They knew what Tawheed was. Rasulullah mentioned it as well. When a companion mentioned to, him, to the Messenger Allah said to him, Ya Rasulullah and he mentioned about his father, he's passed away. And that he himself, the son, Wants to give charity on his father's behalf, slaughter on his father. No, it was as if it was charity on his father's behalf. Will it benefit him or not? The Prophet ﷺ said, "If he was upon tawheed, if he was upon tawheed, it will benefit him." You see, he used the word tawheed again. He used the word tawheed, and also there's a the famous narration which you all know: al Islamu ala Shahadati ilaha Muhammad Rasulullah. Islam is built upon five pillars. The testification, none has, be, none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And that Muhammad وسلم, is the messenger of Allah. In one wording, it mentions Buny islamu ala The first one is mentioned, huh? Again, instead of Shahadat and La ilallah, Allah." So there's different wordings of that hadith. And the word Tawheed is mentioned to single Allah out in worship and we have Alhamdulillah the Saisbury's bag with us now Allah and there's a book which we'll give out inshallah this one is all about Tawheed which inshallah in future we'll add to it there's lots of benefits also Allah commands us to know that none has the right to be we have to know Tawheed and uh, we added a few more narrations in there. As for the one that he uh, the, the the son who came to ask about giving charity upon his to his father, he said, the messenger said, if he had commanded, the and you fasted on his behalf, uh, and you gave charity on his behalf, who that will definitely benefit him. And that is, is Sheikh al-Bani, alhamdulillah, which is sahih, authentic narration. And likewise, you know the hadith, long hadith about the man who hadn't done uh, good deeds, or many good deeds, and he felt bad, and he said to his family, uh, when death approaches, when, I'm, when I die, then burn my body, and as for the ashes, then scatter them in the wind, uh, in a, in a windy day, and scatter some in the land, some on the earth, uh, some on the sea. So that Allah does not punish me. Because if he punishes me so much, the like of no one from the earth has been punished. And he fears that Allah will punish him, a punishment like no other. So he feared the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, so when he died, his children did that. Um, and it is said that he was gathered on or he would be gathered on the day of judgment and he would be said to him you know why did you do what you did um, and he will say from being fearful of you O Allah and you know best the messenger as it mentions Allah forgave him due to it due to the fear of Allah that he had of him and the man had not done any good deeds except for that he had Tawheed you see Tawheed again mentioned except that he had Tawheed, and uh, uh, and actually in muslim Imam ahmad also that also there's a hadith which uh, explains these narrations he hasn't done any good actions except tawhid muslim Imam ahmad there's a there's a wording where the problem said except Tawheed, meaning that he had actions but he didn't have many actions they didn't do any good deeds except Tawheed. Because the hadith of Abi Sa'id al Khudri, which is in Sahih al Bukhari, that a people will be taken out of the hellfire. They didn't do any good deeds. But in Muslim Ahmad, the other wording explains that the wording in Bukhari. And that is, they didn't do any good deeds except Tawheed. So they had deeds of Tawhid. They had the, at least the least deeds of Tawheed, which allowed them to be saved. So the word Tawheed was used by the messenger alayhi salatu wassalam when he passed by also uh, a group of women he advised them and he said to them alaykun nabittasbih upon you is to do tasbih and atahlil la ilaha illallah and taqdis subhanallah glory of excellent allah and la taghfalanna fatansayanna at and don't be heedless such that you forget Tawheed. so the messenger of islam called to Tawheed. And Tawheed is to single Allah out in worship, in all your forms of worship. Worship of the tongue. Do not swear except by Allah. could halifan. man, whoever swears, they swear by Allah only. Don't swear by Nabi Like some people in Egypt, they say, one Nabi. Uh, they swear by the Prophet This is This is shirk bil al-fad. And this is from the minor shirk. Again, it's not allowed. Man kana halifan, fal billah. Whoever swears, them, swear by Allah. Tawaf should be only around that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala legislated. Tawaf around the, the Kaaba. And the Sufi. You know the Sufi story about the one who said, yani, I did Hajj and every... The Sufi Sheikh. It's supposed to be a big Sufi Sheikh. He said, I did Hajj. And upon every step going towards Hajj, I prayed to Ruk'az. This is the... Supposed to be from the Wali from the Awliya of the Sufis. And the other one said to him, who's supposed to be a bigger Wali. He said, that's Nothing. How is that nothing? I mean, every two records, every step, two That's a lot, isn't it? He's lying, of course. But look at the, to the extent that they fool the people. And wallahi, this was mentioned in a khutbah. In the Brelvi Mosque khutbah. And because one of our uncles in Slough, he came to us. He said, oh, I came late. So I just prayed in a masjid nearby. And I regret praying there. I said, why? And he told me this story. He said, Wallahi the Imam, this is what he said. That there was two Sufi big sheikhs. Uh, big sheikhs. and he's supposedly. <laughs> Allah So then one so the first one said he's showing how good he is. And everyone's like, ah, oh. Allah Every step two Rakaz. MashaAllah. Every step you, want, you you need how many you need more than lifetime. Two hundred years to get there. But that's what he said. And what are you gonna do with this in the sea? You're gonna walk over the sea to get there. The other one said, That's nothing. You do, that's nothing. When I got to the Kaaba, you see, you see, that you did tawaf around the Kaaba. When I got there, the Kaaba did tawaf around me. <laughs> this is what they do. You see? So worship should only be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah legislated and um, that we should worship Him alone and not bring these fabricated narrations. You see how the Salaf used to be? When they heard these storytellers, one of the Salaf used to. When he has his story, he says he plucks his hair from his armpit. They say to him, What are you doing? Staghfirla, what are you doing? You know, the sheikh is giving a order He says, What he's doing is lying about Rasulullah. Sallallahu what I'm doing is the sunnah. And that's how the Salaf used to be with bid'ah. They used to abhor bid'ah. Rasulullah Sallallahu sallam, he hated bid'ah. You see, the misguided groups from their doubts, if they don't talk about bid'ah, that is a doubt. Rasulullah Sallallahu wa sallam, he warned against bid'ah. ياكم محدثات الأمور فإن كل وكل في النار إن Every Haja. نعم Warning against bidah bidah why because it's evil it will nullify your deeds but the people of bidah I won't talk about bidah because it's against themselves. So this is a great doubt, and you say, ah, oh, bida'hazana. What bidah? Abdullah ibn Umar said every bid'ah uh, is dalala, is misguided, even if the people see it is good. So they bring doubts about Rasulullah. They say he claims, they claim that he knows the unseen unconditionally. And they said that in the Burda of busairi they are memorizing it. They don't even know what they're memorizing. They're memorizing shirk because in there. It says, وَمِنْ عِلْمِكَ عِلْمَ And from your knowledge, O Rasulullah, is the knowledge of the pen and the preserved tablets. That means he knows everything. Because the pen, Allah commanded the pen to write. He said, what should I write? He said, write whatever's going to happen. اُكْتُبْ مَا هو كَائِن Whatever going to happen. That means the Prophet knows everything that's going to happen. This is not true. If the Prophet knew what's going to happen, everything, he wouldn't have eaten from the poisonous meat that was given to him by the Jewish lady. He ate it. If the Prophet knew everything was going to happen, he wouldn't seek the advice of companions about the various battles that occurred. He wouldn't seek the advice because he knows what's going to happen. But he doesn't know what's going to happen. And Allah said it to the (laughs) Rasul ﷺ. He commanded If I had known the unseen, I would have done more good. And no harm would have touched me. And no harm would have touched me. So he didn't know the uh, unseen unconditionally. Rather... In hadith Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Indeed, I have prepared, Allah says, for my servants, no eye has seen in its entirety, and no ear has heard in its entirety, and no heart has even contemplated of its entirety of what? Of Jannah. What Allah has prepared for the servants. Of its entirety. Yes, Allah showed the Messenger, parts of Jannah, showed him parts of the hellfire, who's punished, and so on. But he didn't know the unseen unconditionally. Like you have in Tabligh in Nisab. The modern day Sufis. They have again claims. That these awliya of Allah. Know the unseen unconditionally. They have stories in there. Fabricated stories. They have a story in there. In Tabligh in Nisab. That a man has a dream. He sees his mother in the hellfire. And she says to him. Basically he said to him. Do this some." a thicker so much thicker and pass it on to your mother and then she will come out of the hellfire this is how you know the unseen Allah knows who is in the hellfire and who's in Jannah to say Fulan is in Jannah and Fulan is in the hellfire that is the unseen in Burda of Busayri also they also have a line in there where Busayri mentions who is it that I can seek protection except by your way O Rasulullah by you O messenger of Allah what's about Allah Allah is the protector Allah is al hafiz God, Allah's duties, He will protect you. So, Allah is al hafiz We should return to Allah. So, the Sufis, they'll get you to return to their sheikhs and their lies that they bring to keep the people like sheep. And the Messenger Wasallam, said, La takun im'a. In ahsan an nas, ahsantum, wa in nas, asa'tum. Don't be a blind following sheep. If the people are good, I'm good, and if the people are bad, I'm bad. So, the Sufis they will keep you like sheep. Yani, just uh, like this one who blows onto the uh, and everyone's like oh this is the cure this is the cure. cure belongs to Allah Allah said in Surah Al-Namal as if these people don't read Quran Allah says the one who is in such need who's going to answer him if he supplicates and who is the one that can remove harm? Who is the one? It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. al-Shafi The one who is the curer is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when I'm sick, Allah is the one who cures. Not Rasulullah sallallahu wa sallam, And not your Sufi sheikh who's lying to you. Allah is the one who cures. In fact, there is in some parts of the world, there's people selling their spit. Nam, they sell their spit to the people, and that person is spit becomes so dry that is no more you can sell it anymore. And it becomes halas dry. So these all lies, they lie to the people. Who are you to sell your spit? This is happening. This is happening. And the Sufi Sheikh said, Don't ask. He says he's murid, his follower, his skin follower. He doesn't say, Don't ask. Whatever I do, don't ask. So Suf, that is the the wally or the wally they call wally he said don't ask whatever i do don't ask so the murid maskeen he sees his sheikh drinking alcohol he says what are you doing this is in their books he said didn't I tell you not to ask you know didn't I tell you not to ask what I do you don't understand (laughs) he says don't ask so when he when he when he finished drinking his alcohol, whatever it was, naam. in the end, uh, the murid is still confused. So he, so he wants to know what's going on. The Sufi Sheikh says to him, you don't understand, you're miskin, so mureed. When that alcohol comes comes into my mouth, it turns into milk. I'm so pious that it turns into milk. So enough of these lies and fabrications. In Tablighi Nisab, you know about the hand. Comes out of the Kaaba, supposedly a story about a hand coming out the Kaaba and slaps the person around the Kaaba and says, How dare you look at the women or the ankle of a woman in, around the Kaaba? So, all these are found in their books. This is not something new. This is in Tabliq in Nisab and it's found in their books and it's found in their storytelling and in their lies. Lies about Rasulullah. And we will continue to defend Rasulullah. He wa was a human being like us. But he was better than us because Allah chose him to be the best of the people. He had the best heart. As Abdullah ibn Saud said, Allah looked into the hearts of the people and chose the heart of Rasulullah to be the best heart of Rasool, of the people and chose him to be his messenger. And after that, he, chose, he looked into the hearts of the servants and chose the Sahaba, to be the best hearts of the people and he chose them to be his companions. Sahaba. The best people. khairun Nas so they had the he had the best heart and yet he did not call to his worship he did not say worship me he said i am a slave of allah say i am a slave of allah and his messenger and allah called him abdullah Hawla. And Allah, said, and Allah said, And Allah said, this verse, he said, Not only the Jews and Christians have a share of this verse, also the people of innovation. This verse, there's a share of the innovators, they have a share of this verse, not the the Jews and Christians who change the book with their own hands. But even the innovators, they change and they add to the religion. So woe to those who write the book with their own hands and then they say it's from Allah. They say it for a miserable gain. Woe to them what they say. And woe to them for what they earn. This is also the innovators. Woe to them for what they earn. Miserable price. They lie about Rasulullah wasallam. Naam. فَوَيْلُوا مِمَّا Woe well, to them what their own hand, hands have earned So with the innovators na'am, They claim many lies about the messenger والسلام, But we defend him And we know his call His call is to follow his sunnah Follow his guidance To be a, a guide to the people adhering to the sunnah Hadith of Irbad in Sunnah Sunnah Tirmidhi, Ahmad, bite onto the Sunnah with your maula teeth. Be strong with the Sunnah. Because if you bite onto with the front teeth, it will let go. So we have to bite onto the Sunnah with ilm, with the amal, with knowledge and with action. Learning the aqeed of Ahl Sunnah, wal-jama'ah, the belief. Learning Tawheed in its three categories Tawheed al Uluhiyah and Al Asma'u al Sifat and Qabla Dalik al Rububiyah. Maintain Allah's oneness in His Lordship and in His worship and in affirming His beautiful names and attributes. We have to follow these uh, this aspect of Tawheed, which is three categories. Three categories of Tawheed Allah mentioned it in Surah Maryam, verse 65. <laughs> the mercy of Rasulullah. If you look around now, you hear also the doubts from the Kufar and you hear them saying speaking ill about Muslims, Islamism and Muslims and all these words that they invent. And they try to portray Rasulullah to be an evil person. But Rasulullah sallallahu was merciful to all of mankind. Rahmatan lil'alamin. He was merciful to the animals. He's not going to be merciful to the human beings. He was merciful to animals. One time he heard a camel complain to him. And he said, who is the owner of this camel? And he said, Fulan, so and so. He said, I am. Uh, the, the person said, I am. And the messenger said, Don't you fear Allah that you mistreat this camel? So the messenger he called to animal rights to not harm animals. He called to human rights to look after the poor, the needy, the destitute, the abandoned one, and one has nothing basically. And also to keep ties of kinship. Khadija said, said that to him Allah will not leave you for you take care of the needy and the poor and those who have been abandoned or those who have nothing and you keep ties of kinship. Allah will not leave you so Rasulullah was merciful you want women's rights is in Islam the messenger said I advise you regarding your women that includes your mothers your wives your sisters your daughters your aunts the messenger Anas, who said I haven't touched any hand softer than the hand of Rasulullah better than any silk any material softer than that and he never hit any woman with his hand so all oh, one who wants to be a man when he's in his household don't hit your women the Prophet did not do that the Prophet called to family rights and he said the best of you are those who are best to their wives and i'm the best to my wives. and if you're in the household then you be kind and gentle to your wife to the women in general, your mother, your mother, your mother should be the best companion. And we teach our children this, who should, who's your best friend? They say, fulan, fulan. No, your best friend is your mother. Who's next? Your mother. Who's next? Your mother. Who's next then? Your father. We teach our children these things. We teach our children the stories of Sahaba عنهم, and their hum- humility and how Rasulullah was with them in mercy. Like the story of Zahir r.a was a deformed man who lived in the bad and the villages and he would come to the Messenger sallam, and give him some uh, 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 yani herbs he said, give him always give him gifts and when one one time the person did not see him for a long time he said where is Zahir they said uh, we haven't seen him one time the Messenger sallam, went into the market and he saw Zahir sallam, and he came from behind him and he put his hand in a jolly mood, the Prophet put his hand over Zahir's eyes and he said, Who am I? And Zahir could not see, trying to see who he is, but he, he recognized the voice of Rasulullah. And he didn't he didn't want to turn around when he recognizes Rasulullah because he realized that the Prophet put his chest on his back. So he loved the Prophet to continue hugging him. That's how the Sahaba were, they loved Rasulullah. And they emulated him and they followed his example. And so the Messenger, sallam, again in a jolly way, he said, Who will buy him? We're in the market, who will buy him? And Zahir عنه, said that I am deformed, basically. No one will buy me. I'm not worth in the sight of the people. Not worth much. And the Messenger sallam, said, You are Ghali in Allah. You are worth much with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is what is it all about in this life that we are living we don't seek the the people's uh, praise we should not seek the people's praise we should seek the we should seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's honor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one we seek to be pleased with us not the people what can the people give you in front of Allah they can't give you much in front of Allah is just us and our actions in front of Allah is just us and what we put forward to the Akhirah so we have to take example of Rasulullah's mercy and his jolly mood and how he was with the, mesen, with the Sahaba. He would ask about his companions. Where is so-and-so? Where is Thabit ibn Qais ibn Shammas? Where is he? He said, oh, a verse was revealed in Surah al-Hujurat. لا ترفع أسواتكم فوق صوت ولا تجهر له بالقول كجهر بعضكم لبعض. أنت حبط أعمالكم وأنتم لا تشعرون. So he, don't raise your voices above the voice of the messenger, lest your deeds become null and void, invalidated. So he feared that it was for him because he had a loud voice, he said. I know I am loud in my voice and maybe it's referring to me and all my deeds are ruined. That's how the Sahaba, the best people. So he closed his house, closed himself in his room. And the Prophet asked about him when when they said, this is what he's saying, he said, he's in paradise. That was Tabit, anhu. The Prophet ﷺ, He was Abdan Shakura. He was a grateful slave. He didn't seek the people. Like you see with these Sufi shaykhs. They want the dunya, they want the position. They want the ish. They want the praise of the people. Like we find with Tahir Qadri playing the tambourine and the people groveling, crawling towards him, crying, ah, crying, and then they give him some money and they can't even turn around. They're afraid of him. They should be afraid of Allah. Well, that's ولا الله سبحانه وتعالى كنت, طاهر طاهر. كنت طاهراً. Who are you? That you are Let the people crawl towards you Crying towards you This is This is misguidance Rasulullah Didn't have anyone crawling to him like that And even the rest of the sahaba They saw Rasulullah, they saw water coming trickling from his fingertips. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed the Messenger, وسلم, but none of them you find them worshipping him. None of Sahaba worshipping him. Water coming trickling down from his fingertips. Food was not enough in some instances. The hadith of the milk in Bukhari, and it was sufficient for Ahl Sufa, the whole of the tribe of Sufa. It was sufficient for all of them because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed the Messenger والسلام, that he naam was blessed by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and allah increased that food and in other cases the hadith of 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 uh, 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 of um sulaim anha where, uh, where her husband talha he said that i saw in the messenger eyes some weakness he looked hungry so um sulaim said call him let him eat so the when he, so they said anas this uh, um sulaim son." She sent him to go and call the messenger. The messenger came with all of the people in the masjid. And Alice came running and said, They're all coming, not just Rasulullah. They're all coming to the house. Imagine that. You have now a lot of visitors to your house. What does Om um Sulaim say? Imagine if it's in this time. And not, you didn't mean it. It happens sometimes. And you've got about 10 brothers outside. What does the wife say? Huh? Pots maybe be broken. and plates will be on the floor everything like that huh why there you know allahumma staan some not all but look at um sulaim oh sisters look at um sulaim she said allah is his rasul no best <laughs> she was patient and she loved allah and his messenger sallallahu alaihi allah is his rasul no best whatever we have we put forward and so they came in and they came in ten at a time it wasn't just 10, it was 10 at a time. And they come in, each one, mashallah, she made only a pot. But each, each time the pot is getting full. The next 10 come in, full. Next time coming is full. Allahu Akbar. Sahaba seeing this and they didn't worship Rasulullah. You see? Sahaba saw t- trees coming towards Rasulullah when he went out to, in, to answer the call of nature, trees walking towards the Messenger. Sallallahu to shade the Messenger. Abdul Ghani al mentions it in his book about the miracles or signs that Allah gave the Messenger. Trees walking to shade Rasulullah. And many instances like that. The tree that cried because the Prophet was given da- giving khutbas from the tree. And then some of the Sahaba said, we we'll make you a member, a pulpit. The Prophet left the tree and he started crying. The Prophet hugged the tree and comforted the tree. Stop crying. The Prophet is walking. Pebbles, give him salam. Prophet can hear that. Pebbles. Sahaba can see. They saw all of that. None of these Sufis can claim any of that. Huh? And not one Sahabi is worshipping Rasulullah. They worship Allah because He trained them, He taught them, He educated them, He cultivated them. That the worship belongs to Allah. The ibadah belongs to Allah. Not to the creation. But belongs to Allah. So these Sufi phonies are calling the people. And, and they call you Wahhabi because you're upon Tawheed. Because you don't worship Rasulullah, they call you Wahhabi. Some say they're wobbly. You're the one wobbling. People of Sunnah upon Sirat Al-Mustaqim. As Allah said in Surah Al-Mulk, And the Imam read it this evening. What did he recite? The مَنْ يَمْشِي toppled on his face is like the one going to satan mustaqim no they're not the same the one upon Sat mustaqim is the one sirāt al mustaqim straight path sunnah call allah color and ijma' of sahaba they are upon that none of the sahaba did do what they, the sufi sheikhs are doing now i'm lying to the people the naqshbandi one in manchester my brother said when I said to him, What are you doing? He said, I'm doing dhikr Allah. He had a cloth over his head and he's reading some, some homework. I said, Why don't you just read the adkar of Rasulullah. He already taught us what to say, the adkar. And you can buy adkar of a Nawawi, you can buy adkar of uh, Muslim, and other than that, books where the hadith is mentioned. The hadith of what to say, when. So he said, No, my teacher gave me this. My teacher knows even if I prayed fajr just by looking at my face, meaning he knows unseen. Your teacher is a liar. Your teacher is a He's lying about you. And he's lying to keep you a sheep. Oh, Sufis, don't be a sheep. Come out of that. And be a man. Be strong. Be upon the sunnah of Rasulullah Be a slave of Allah, not the slave of your sheikh. Be a slave of Allah. Worship Allah. Don't worship creation. Worship Allah, the one who created you. These people that you worship, can they uh, can they create even the kitmir? Uh, which is the the thin membrane on a uh, that you'll find on a date see when you remove the date you get the the pip the thin membrane can they create no they can't they can't even have a mosquito or even a uh uh a, a, a fly were to take something from them they will not be able to catch it the one who is seeking that fly can't catch it is weak and the fly is weak they're all weak we're all weak. We are need of Allah. Look, Corona showed it. Uh, in this Corona time, uh, people go all over the place. Everything, business is gone. Everything, people all in turmoil. Because of what? Something you can't even see. How about the one who is Allahu Akbar? The one who is the greatest and the one who is the creator of the heavens and the earth. The one who has, whose treasures of the heavens and the earth is, is in his hands. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, amma As Allah says in Surah Zumar, they did not make a just estimate of their Lord. And, they, and the whole earth will be in his grasp on the day of judgment. And the heavens wrapped up in his right hand. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, how is Allah from imperfection? Glory be to Allah over the shirk that they commit. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls to the worship of Allah. To, to his worship. Not to the worship of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That is the greatest mis and the greatest doubt that they bring. The call to other than Allah in worship. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, before he passed away, He said, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Curse those who came before us. From the Jews and the Christians. Why? Because they took the places of worship. They took the, the graves of their prophets as places of worship. Meaning shirk. Don't take my grave as a place of worship. Yet you find people going to Medina. Instead of facing the Qibla. To make dua. They're facing the grave. From the Sufi ships. And they will call upon Rasulullah. Ya Rasul help me. Even some of them. As we heard. Some of them would write a note. And try to. Put it inside. One of the Masha'if mentioned this. They make a note. And when they see the note is, Oh, my son has got exams. Could you make dua to Allah that he, my son passes the exam? And so on and so forth. Ask Allah. Don't ask Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ask Allah. And this is happening in the ummah. And then we say, Why we are in such a pitiful state? Allah said, You will be uppermost most if you are true believers. So we have to be upon iman and amal as salih and Allah causes us to renew our Iman. Ya yuhal amanu? Aminu. All you who believe, believe. Meaning renew your Iman. We have to. Every one of us has to check themselves. Are we really adhering to the sunnah in Sali? Are we really loving Allah and His Rasul? Because in kuntum tuhibbun Allah fat tabi'uni, Allah wa lakum dunubakum wa If you truly love Allah, then follow me. Follow Rasulullah. And in those who are doing Bid'a, that is not in following Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Bid'a is evil. Bid'ah is destruction. The great Imam, Sufyan, Al Thawri Rahimullah, the Amir Al-Mu'minin in Hadith, he said, "Bid'ah is more pleasing to Iblis than sin. Because a man may repent from his sin, but not from his bid'ah. So we have to treat Bid'a worse than sin. And we have to establish the Sunnah upon the earth. There's no stopping the Sunnah. The sunnah is like the ark of Noah, whoever boards it is saved. A sunnah to This sunnah is going to go forward. You get the Sufi shaykh no, we're not grave worshippers. But he says, ya Rasulullah, help me. Hey, you're a grave worshipper. Or oh, they say, we're not grave worshippers and he's calling upon the dead. Our salvation is in Tawheed. Surat Noor, verse 55. Wa'adallahu minkum. THIS IS WHERE SALVATION LIES YOU WORSHIP ME AND DO NOT ASSOCIATE PARTNERS WITH ME IN ANYTHING sincerely worshiping him not worshiping uh, these other deities that people set aside besides allah worship is not just of trees and of stones and of the sun and the moon when you revere somebody and you call upon them for help who's dead that is specific for allah that dua that supplication is only for allah otherwise you've worshipped that and allah said whoever does this shirk Allah will leave them and their shirk to themselves. Isa salam. the Christians say, Oh Jesus Christ, help me. What is the difference between a Christian and an brave Sufi who says, Oh Muhammad, help me. The Christians say that. Oh Jesus, help me. And they say, Oh Muhammad, help me. Muhammadun Rasulullah. He called you to the worship of Allah, not to the worship of himself. So may Allah protect us and forgive us our shortcomings. There are many doubts, but due to time constraints, and we don't want to leave. La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah with over prolonged forgive us alhamdulillah and just before you go just give out some uh, gifts inshallah. where are the, is there is any young young uh, children huh? okay here we we'll start with the children first inshallah. where are the children please don't wonder. Huh? give out the give out uh, to the children and also Ah, uh, children, yeah. Give out to the children. Even the big books, they can give it to their parents as a gift. And we have a book about Rasulullah. These ones we can give to the sisters, huh? Yeah, 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 Habibna. This one for the sisters so we don't, they don't feel. Ah, huh? uh, give that one. And this one to the sisters. We'll give you this one. Any more brothers? Any more children? Give out to the children. But they can take it home. This is for the sisters. Can you take it, sisters? Yeah. Tell them the young sisters, the young one, the young children. Barakallahu And with that, we end. Jazakumullah khairan. a'lam. Wassalamu alaykum